Mother's Day is almost here, and you can get her the most beautiful time-tested gift around. A watch she can wear every day for movement. Whether mom's into classic dress watches, rare and refined ceramics, or tried-and-true bestsellers, movement has something she'll love. And right now, you can save big on the best Mother's Day gift ever with up to 50% off site-wide during Movement's Mother's Day sale at MVMT.com. Again, that's up to 50% off at MVMT.com. Hi, I'm Danny J. And I'm Jill Coleman. Welcome to the Best Life Podcast. Here, we talk about everything from success, money, relationships, and entrepreneurship to productivity, honest communication, positive psychology, and how to cultivate an abundance mindset. Make money, travel the world, deepen your relationships, live full out. This is The Best Life. Take two. Oh, there we go. All right. What's up? Oh, it, we in? Yeah, we're in. What's we're up? Good. It's we're Danny J. Vegas studio. It's Jill Coleman. And uh, what are we talking about today? <laughs> so, you know, I don't know who's still hanging out on threads. I like going over there. I don't, I'm over there. I don't post as much, but I definitely like reading them. And I check it out probably once a day. I think they're fun because they're like little sound bites. You yes. know, it's like, you know, it's just like a little idea. For those of you who are listening who are content creators, you could probably get some ideas over there. Oh, yeah. That's definitely... Because even if you don't... Even if you disagree with something, you can write your view. And if you agree with something, you can expand on it. So it's like all these people dropping their ideas, grab one and expand on it or grab one and say the opposite. And it's like Twitter. It's funny, though. I go back to Twitter, too. And I don't know... I guess it's an algorithm thing, but I have people I don't follow. I constantly see stuff that's weird to me, but... Anyway, um, Twitter's a lot more negative to me than than threads, yeah. although I did have like a little bit of a thread go viral the other day and oh. they showed it to people who don't follow me. Mm-hmm. And like it was funny because you saw it like someone posted or responded. Oh, yeah. And I noticed she didn't follow me, but just she went off on me and I go, um, it seems like you're new to me, but thanks for assuming the worst. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the internet. But again. I feel like I feel like Twitter's way more of a cesspool. Uh, the threads feels a little bit cleaner for yeah. right now. <laughs> for now. Um, there's this gal, so Cody Sanchez, she's and she's, she's, I really like her. She's an entrepreneur and um, has some great content. And she posted this. I screenshotted it, and I just kind of had some feelings about it, like yes and no. So what it says is... You want to change your life? Start with cleaning your room. You want to get rich? Start with cleaning up your finances. You want to change your body? Start with cleaning up your diet. Cleaning equals underrated hack. And your word sound bites, it's like, yeah, it's really sound bitey. And there's so many things in personal development and in the space that I'm like, they sound good on the surface. And then you're like, ah. then you start to kind of poke cracks at it. But my first thought was I screenshotted it, I think, because I was like, I like this. And I thought, yeah, you got to start somewhere. It also, sorry to cut you off, but you have the Find the Money Project, which a lot of that is around like clean Mm -hmm. up your finances, look at your bank account. Like, so I could definitely see that you resonate with that. Yeah. And so I was like, you know, there's, there's some things that you got to, what you focus on grows, they say. And so I, I screenshotted, I like it. There's definitely some little pieces in there that I'm like, eh, maybe not. But, um, I also saw a, I think it was a reel because it was a video. It was real or TikTok. I'm pretty sure real. 
And this guy goes, if you want to know, if you want to see how someone, and I, I also want to bring this up because of you, um, you'll know why in a second. He said, if you want to know if someone's successful, just look in their car. <laughs> he said, if their car is dirty, if their car is a mess, they can't take care of things and they are not successful. And I was dying because if y'all, Jill's car is not the most tidy. <laughs> Water bottles, you'll find a dozen of them, half filled bottles of plastic. <laughs> so I just thought this was funny. And also to this point, it's like, so is cleanliness next to godliness next to success? Is that really true? So well, I there's this idea in positive psychology research called the five minute method. I think it's called the five minute method. And it's this idea that if you do want to change your life, you have to spend five minutes just cleaning your desk mm. or making your bed. Like the first thing you do in the day sets the tone for the day, which of course is how all these extremely elaborate morning routines came into to play. Yeah. So we can definitely talk about that. Um, that has, and I think for a lot of people that is, I've heard you say that sometimes you want to sit down and work, but you can if there are dishes in the sink mm -hmm. or that there's clutter around the kitchen or something. That's never bothered me. So I think at a high level, this quote unquote argument really is about, is a personal preference mm -hmm. because I can, I'm the opposite. I can sit at a desk that has papers and shit all over it and carve out a tiny bit for my laptop and be hella productive. So I think for a lot of people, they do need their environment to feel a certain way to yeah. be productive. I think I am the opposite. I'm not saying this is right or wrong. I think, again, you have to, you have to filter through what your sensitivities are. But my whole thing is, has always been as I've become more successful in business, not necessarily other parts of my life, you know, but as I become more successful in business, I have let a lot of smaller things fall by the wayside even more mm -hmm. like stuff like errands and cleaning and, and it's not to say I don't have a clean house. I hire someone to help clean. I know it needs to get done, you know, yeah. like Keith, God bless him. will take my car to get washed or whatever. I would eventually, but I wouldn't, probably as much as it probably needs to get done. Mm -hmm. And I see a lot of, and I, and I want to, I want to have this conversation because I do think a lot of people stay in a place of maybe not as successful as they would like because they default to doing all the little shit all the time. Yeah. So you have to ask yourself, is this an, an excuse? Because it's easy to check shit off a little to-do list. I picked up the dry cleaning. I went to the grocery store. I got the kid, I signed the kids up for soccer. Like, all that stuff is fine, but it's easy to make yourself busy doing those things so you don't have to turn your head and look at the big thing that you actually want to tackle. And it's to the point now, at least for me in business, that I really only do the things in the business that have broad stroke um, outcomes. So like the coaching, the teaching, the content creation – those are really the only things I do in the business, you know, and it's, I have to work up to that obviously. But at this point, if I am doing something in the business, I'm like, this isn't the best use of my time. In fact, what would actually be better use of my time is to sit on the couch and read a fiction novel mm -hmm. because I know that that's filling up my cup so that I can go back to the big tasks and mentally tackle them and have the focus to get them done. And so I do think you have to ask yourself, Am I the kind of person who just needs no clutter around because that's how it needs to be for me to be focused? Or am I doing all these little things to avoid doing the thing I actually want to do because that's the really the big thing, the hard thing, the scary thing. And I've gotten to the point where I only do big, hard, scary things. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. And so I think that for some people, they do need to make their bed and they do need to clean their desk and they need to put the dishes away. But you, But eventually, do you sit down at work? Yeah. 
it's about like causation or uh what how's it causation or I don't know basically like what's what's actually making the difference and I've seen Hermosi talk about this where he's like making my bed didn't make me rich or some, some somewhere along the lines of that because I remember years ago some other personal development people were like start your day make your bed because if you do that then you've done one thing and then the rest of your day is great I'm like not necessarily and I I do appreciate your view here because I think when it resonated with me because you filter through your own life and go oh when I did clean up my diet it got better or when I did clean up my finances however I was re-listening to Grant Cardone's book, uh, Be Obsessed or Be Average. And he goes, so many people are worried about, you know, budgeting or hiring an accountant. He's like, I just kept working on making more money, making more money, and that could take care of itself. And so there is an argument for saying uh, that cleaning up your finances isn't going to make you more money. Like now you're going to maybe know where your money's going, but you could kind of just make more and keep things sloppy for a while. Well, how does it, what's the phrase? Sales solve everything? Yeah. Which, you know, I, that's actually, and, and I've come to the point now where I'm like, okay, I do have to look at my expenses. But for the longest time, yeah. I was just like, I'll just make more money. Use this time to make more money versus mm-hmm. making sure I'm going through my expenses like line by line. But, you know, I mean, think ultimately it's both, right? It's both to your point, knowing both. where your money's going. Yeah. Having an idea, like not avoiding your bank statements. Yeah. But at the same time, trying to figure out out of the 10 things on your to-do list, which ones are going to actually move the needle and which ones either you can not do today, you can delegate, you can automate, or just don't fucking have to get done at all. You know, so I think there is truth behind this idea. And if you read habit change books, they start a lot of times with make your bed because again, like it sets the tone for the day. It helps you feel in motion. It helps build, um, you know, it helps build wins early in the day and you feel this desire to want to continue progressing. But I think to your point, it's the same thing with the fucking morning routines. Someone is not rich because they have a morning routine. In fact, most people who have a morning routine now are already rich. Yeah. (laughs) The people I see like the biohackers and shit who can take all the time world to like do, you know, the sauna and the cold plunge, like five rounds of that every single morning. It's because they didn't do that to get rich. Now they're already rich because they worked their ass off. Yep. It's because these people who, like, they probably worked their ass off to get to the point where they can now take two hours every morning to do a cold plunge and a fucking sauna five rounds. Yeah. Exactly. So I don't know that it's, I just, I guess I don't see anyone who is successful who has not at one point or another busted their ass and and burnt the candle at both ends. Yeah, I agree with you. I think too many, it's very, uh, it's not deceiving in a deceitful way, but it's deceiving in a you don't have the whole picture kind of way of these morning routines got me to where I am. But it's like, did you do that to get to where you are or are you there now? And so now you get, you have the opportunity to do these elaborate morning routines. And it is, you know, I liked this about starting, it's like starting with something small. I mean, really her point is you got to start somewhere, right? So you want to change your life, start with cleaning your room. Okay. Like you can't revamp your whole life without doing something small. So in the broad picture, like, yes, this, this is still a philosophy of starting with something small and (laughs) my dog is humping, um, in front of us. So (laughs) starting with something small and that grows, it's, you know, the quote, like what you focus on grows. And so if you're focusing on your finances, you're going to get there. If you're focusing on your room, then maybe it expands to your house and then it maybe expands to other parts of your life. If you're focusing on your things in your diet, you can start to change your body. And so ultimately like there's truth in there. It's just not the whole truth. It's not that 
people who are successful aren't messy or don't make messes or are super clean, which as we know, it's just not true. It's finding what you can be good at and focusing. And it is interesting. Like I have been in places where I am able to focus regardless of the environment around me. And then I've also been in places where I'm like, I need shit all put away for me to be able to sit down and focus. And Mm -hmm. I think it just depends on where I'm at in my life, or maybe it's just the activity where if I'm all locked in, it doesn't matter. Or if it's something I don't want to do and I'm avoiding, then I need everything else because it's easier to distract myself by saying the things around me are bothering me. I like her take on starting small though. Mm -hmm. I think that's really, because I think so many people who do have big aspirations, I work with a lot of newer business owners and they're like, what should I be doing? Like they think it's a big, like it's this big secret. And I'm like, how many times did you post on social this Mm -hmm. week? And they're like, well, and I was like, that's it. Just do that. Mm -hmm. Right. Like you have to start there. Yeah. It's not like you're, you're not going to build a business with all these massive things. Like my business coach says, your business isn't here to entertain you. Mm -hmm. So I think the faster you can get into like, it's just a daily habit. It's just a mundane. And I guess maybe making your bed is an example of just having the habit waking up. Do you post on social, you know, every day, is it a habit? You know, do you, um, try to think of, do you email your list, you know, once a week at the same, same day, same time every week? Like Mm -hmm. it doesn't have to be entertaining. It doesn't have to be so exciting every moment. So I think I like that side of it where it's like, it's probably just a small thing to do today. Yeah. It's probably not like, but give me the good stuff. It's like, yeah, you don't get the good stuff unless you do a lot of the not so good stuff. Like that's what you have to start with. And in a way she uses the word cleaning, cleaning is an underrated hack. And the way I actually am seeing it as we're talking about it. And I've talked about this is faithful with the little things. Mm. If you're cleaning something, it's like you're paying attention to it. You are, um, you are nurturing. Yeah. You're nurturing something you've been given. Right. So if you are, it's, it's interesting because we live in a very disposable society. Um, like if my shoes get a hole, I go buy new shoes, you know, but I have seen, I've seen older generations where they will go to a shoe store and get it fixed. And like, I'm like what? why don't you just buy something new? Right. Or I saw this um, video online of there's a hole in a sweater. And I just watched this whole video of how they sewed the hole in the sweater. And I was just going, I would just get a new sweater. But if you're doing, if you're cleaning something, that means you are nurturing it. You're taking care of it. It's like, you're going to reuse it in a way. It's like fixing a hole in the sweater. Like, I'm just going to keep making this work. And so I think ultimately it's also about not only starting with something small, but it's also being faithful with what you've been given so you get more Mm. and being faithful with your finances so that you can receive more, being faithful with your audience, posting every day so that you can get more people. Like, I know that there's people that are like, well, why should I talk? Nobody's following me. Well, why should any more people follow you if you don't have anything to give to them? So it's just this starting small and also being faithful with what you have. And so ultimately, like she did say cleaning. And if I'm being literal, I'm like, "Mm, maybe not. But I think in general, the, the idea of what it really means. And if we dissect kind of all of the meanings behind what she, she's saying is like starting small, being faithful, then I do agree with, I do agree with it. Yeah. You know, I love the social media example because you know, you have to ask, like sometimes I'll ask my stu- my newer students, like, you know, at what, how many followers then mm-hmm. would be enough for you to show up, right? Mm. And it's, is it a thousand? Is it 10,000? But why would, like, why do you deserve that? Yeah. Like everyone starts with one follower. Yeah. Everyone starts with one subscriber. Everyone starts with one client or customer. So why would you be any different? And believe me, the shit we were saying wasn't any better than the shit you're saying. <laughs> like from like a like 
quality standpoint, yeah. you know, I look back and like cringe at some of my old Facebook fucking posts from like 2010, Same. 2011. I'm like, what was I even doing? Facebook memories are just like jabbing us to like they come up and I go what was I even talking about what <laughs> it is such nonsense and I literally have one comment three likes and I'm going dang I didn't have anybody paying attention thank god but we weren't also seeing the numbers we're seeing now yeah. like I wasn't even I don't even think I was looking at likes well first of all I don't even think there was likes on. remember there wasn't even likes on posts that's true for like a while mm -hmm. but I certainly wasn't my effort wasn't dictated by how many likes I was getting. So yeah. it's which comes first, back to your question, which mm -hmm. comes first, the trick of the egg? Mm -hmm. Is it like, oh, I need to get this many likes guaranteed every time I post or else it's not quote unquote worth it? And yeah. I'm like, well then just hang up your entrepreneur hat, you know? <laughs> yeah. Cause like, there's no way. And I'm, I'm not someone who's like, it needs to be miserable all the time. I'm like, if it's miserable, let's figure out a way to like it better because this is what you have to do. So hard work is like the price of admission. It really is. Not everyone gets to do what we do. No, no. I don't mean we. I just mean if you have a successful online business, not everyone gets to do that. Yeah. If it was easy, I mean, it's cliche to say, but it was easy, everyone would do it. Yeah. That's what makes it special yeah. that, it, that you do have to start from the ground. I, I think, too, we have to be really mindful about some of these things reading, like soundbite, soundbitey things are really tricky and they can get in our heads of like, well, Maybe someone listening to this is like, I am doing all the small things, but it's not moving. And it's like, well, sometimes it is nice. The nice thing about Facebook memories is to look back at where I was and go, oh, this was like, it was cringy and there wasn't anybody paying attention. And I think we often do the comparison of where we think we should be, where we want to be. And we don't really recognize the growth and what's been happening. So I think it's really important to stay in our lane, pay attention, keep growth, um, you know, like write down numbers and track stuff, but also recognize that there's a lot of confirmation bias out there. So even this, this post, I, to me, I screenshotted it initially because it was a confirmation bias to something I've seen in my own life. But then I started to pull it apart and think about things like your car, maybe people who are successful, but don't have a clean house or a clean car or something. And you know, these other, mm -hmm. these other people who are posting about that. And you're like, well, the people who are going to resonate are the ones who are like cleaning their room. Right. The people who are not probably are going to scroll by this and not see this. Right. So we also have to be careful of our confirmation biases in success too. And what we're thinking. So maybe we are starting to have some success and we, I don't know, we started cold plunging and suddenly we think the cold plunging is what caused the success. And like, are we just looking for that now? Because causation or correlation? Correlation. That's the, that was what yeah. we were trying to say. Yes. So causation and correlation. Like, what is really going on here? And I think there's a lot of um, correlations, and not even correlations. Sometimes they're just a wild fucking stretch, just happenstance. It's um, synchronicity, and then people are saying it's causation mm -hmm. and we got to be really careful of that you know i always think about when people say like oh do you know that like if people if you don't eat breakfast like you're more likely to be obese and it's like no i mean look, look at all the people who intermittent fast that yeah. are lean as shit so there's always examples yeah. of the opposite yes. thing yeah right there's always examples of the opposite thing so i think at the end of the day this is a discussion around just being an independent thinker mm -hmm. you know and ask yourself the questions of like okay am i willing to be faithful with the little things am i willing to 
humble myself to do the small things every day. And by the way, you guys, whether it's internet business or learning the fucking guitar or, you know, like anything, you're going to have to put in time and you're going to not be good at and at something at the beginning, right? It's a skill set. One of the things that obviously I've talked about this a little bit the last couple of years, um, bringing on more team and being in more of a management role in my business is like, that's a whole new fucking skill set. I don't get it right every time. There's times I just want to go and just be like, bye. Like, don't talk to me. I just want to like be alone and like not have to manage people or show up to a team call or whatever. But it's like, but that's, what's getting me better at this skill Mm. is forcing myself to continue to show up in that capacity as a leader and, and take on more responsibility and manage and tweak those skills. And so it never ends. There's always another layer. There's always something you're not going to be good at. There's always going to be a vulnerability PR somewhere that, that you, if you want to, you can go for it. I remember, um, when I had one of my biggest launches ever, I was like so excited. This is probably like at the time it was the biggest launch I ever had. It was like maybe 2015. And I remember I told my mom about it and I was like so excited. And she goes, I mean, can you handle that? And I hadn't thought at all about that. And then I was like, shit, can I handle yeah. that? That's, that's a lot of responsibility, mm. right? And so there's, there's reasons why we might shirk away learning a new skill, right? It's going to be hard. It's going to be scary. People might have something to say about it. I'm going to have to fucking humble myself again, you know? And and it's like, but that's, I don't know that you learn a skill any other way. So good. I think there, we could do a whole episode on that comment alone. (laughs) That brought up a lot of things for me, but to just echo everything you said, it's like, yes, it's ultimately, you know, can you do the small things? Can you be faithful with little things? You don't necessarily have to clean your car to, to change your life or look at your finances to get rich. But that might be the start. It's like, where, what is the first thing? Maybe it's not exactly what she said, but what is the first step you can take to get to the next, to, to get to the next level? So I agree. I mean, I'm really, this is about discipline, right? We're looking at it. Like if you want to be successful in something, you're going to have to have a level of discipline. Mm -hmm. So I think at the end of the day, it's like, okay, cleaning your room is, is an example of discipline, you know, making it, putting the, doing the dishes, example of discipline, right? Cleaning up your diet, example of discipline. I think at some point you're going to have to create discipline to, if you want to go somewhere. Yep. I love it. Yep. It's a good one. Well, y'all will, uh, let us know what you think. You go to the best life podcast.com and join our Facebook group. Also, we would love if you could leave us a five star, uh, rating and leave a review and not just for us, but for other people who are looking for podcasts to listen to. Um, I have noticed this trend of like two girls talking on a podcast. And so I want to be like, what makes us better than the other two girls that are talking on a podcast and friendship podcast. So if you have some ideas and things that you love about us or a particular episode, it doesn't really matter what the review is talking about specific episodes or just in general, whatever you think we would love if you would just take a like literally less than 30 seconds of your time to just leave a sentence for us. It just helps us grow and it helps other people find us. And yeah, we would just really love that. So if you find value in our conversations, we would love if you just let us know and let other people know as well. Yeah. Thank you so much, you guys. Thanks for being here. Thanks for your time. And we know you could be listening to other podcasts, but you choose to be here and we really appreciate it. So that's all we got for you. We'll see you on the next one. Bye. Bye. Bye.